Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. The Sermon on the Mount. We've been looking at what it really means and uh, yesterday we talked about salt and light. In other words, we are the people who give the world its taste of God. And we're up to verse 17 of chapter 5. Jesus says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, let me just comment on the end of that passage first, because what we've been talking about this week is the difference between salvation and reward. And here is another indication of the fact that each of us will be rewarded according to what we have done. Salvation is God's gift. Reward is according to what we have done. And Jesus is saying that there's going to be the least and there's going to be the great in the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. So the least are going to be rewarded in a negative way and the humble, the faithful, are going to be rewarded in another way. Those who break the commandments of God and teach others to do so will be least. They, they, they um, will have the kingdom of heaven as a gift from God because of their faith in what Jesus Christ has done, but they won't have a great reward in heaven because they haven't lived faithful lives in obedience to God. I teach our students to love the word obedience because uh, our reward will actually be the outworking of how far we have been obedient to God in our lives. The great in the kingdom are those who have practiced what they've been taught. They practice the word of God. Okay, now, what is all this that Jesus is saying about the law and the prophets and not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. I can hear, you know, people saying, oh, but I don't live by law, I live by grace. Well, now let me tell you something about grace. God gives you grace to obey God's law. He doesn't give you grace to sin. He doesn't give you grace to lead a selfish careless kind of life. He gives you the grace to be obedient. Now you say, but surely I don't have to be obedient to all the religious law in the Old Testament. No, you don't, because you're not a Jew. 
you're a Gentile. And that was an issue that was sorted out in the very early years of the church, that you don't have to come under the law. However, the scripture is very clear that the law is good. Jesus didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. He didn't come to say the law and the prophets, let's call that the Old Testament. He, he, he didn't come to say the Old Testament is rubbish. Now you can throw it out because I've come with the new covenant and we're now going to see the New Testament written. No, he's saying the law is good, the prophets are good, and there's so much wonderful teaching in both the law and the prophets in the Old Testament. But we do not live in a legalistic way, meaning that under the new covenant to which we belong as Christians, the law of God still prevails, but it's what Paul calls the law of the spirit of life, not the law of sin and death, but the law of spirit and life. Not the law that makes us feel condemned because we can never live up to it, but the law, the ability to fulfill the will of God in our lives because the Spirit of God lives within us as believers. So the law that we are to live by now is the law, or if you like to use the word, the principles of the kingdom. And what I've been saying all week, you see, is that what we have here in the Sermon in the Mount is the, the or are the principles by which we are to live as Christians, the kingdom principles. This is the way to live the life of God's kingdom here on earth in the here and now. This is not sort of otherworldly preaching. It's not ab about, you know, all the great and wonderful things that are going to happen to us in heaven. It's about how to live our lives in obedience to God now, knowing that this is going to affect our eternal destiny in heaven. How far we fulfill the will of God in our lives now will determine the reward we have in heaven. This is not salvation of works. It's this is the reward that we get because we have been saved. Without salvation, there is no reward. I mean, without salvation, there is no heaven. But salvation is God's gift to us, so heaven is God's gift to us, but our reward in heaven is dependent upon what we have done. So Jesus is saying the law is never going to disappear because the law actually uh, embodies the will of God, shows us what the will and purpose of God is. And the law we are to live by as Christians is the law of, if you like, the new covenant. Now, that means we still love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, strength. We still love our neighbor as ourselves. That is the summary of the Old Testament law to which Jesus added, you are to love one another as I have loved you. And um, we are going to find that there are many others of these laws we are not to judge. We are to forgive. We are to bless others and not curse them. We are even to pray for our enemies. Many, many commands. Now, any command that comes from God is a law. 
And so we are to fulfill these commands. We are to fulfill these kingdom principles that God puts before us. And there will always be a reward now for doing that, but also it will affect our eternal reward, our eternal destiny. So let's uh, put this in perspective. Now, Jesus says, anyone who breaks one of the least of these commands and teaches others to do so will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. Why does he say that? Because, you see, if you disregard the commands of God, you are actually setting yourself up against God. You're saying, it's not important for me to obey him. It's more important for me to do what I want to do rather than to obey the Lord. So if you teach that to others, well, you just do what you feel like doing. I mean, you don't have to do this um, you know, just because it's in the Bible. You don't have to do what your spiritual leaders tell you to do. You, you just do whatever you feel is right. Uh, Jesus said, you teach that to anyone and you're going to be in trouble. You're going to lose the reward you could have had in heaven because you're actually teaching people to dishonor God to dishonor God by disregarding his word. You're, you're teaching people that it's not important to do the will of God. You're actually feeding people's pride and self-righteousness in thinking that they uh, are free just because they're Christians to do whatever they want. And unfortunately, uh, Julia, there's a lot of that kind of thinking that goes on in churches today. I was going to ask you, do you think you were talking yesterday about salt and light and suggesting that there's far too much of the world in the church? Do you think that we have disregarded the law and the principles that Jesus is talking about here to our peril? Very definitely, that is the case. And what happens in times of revival, and I'm not talking theoretically because, as you know, I've experienced revival for many years in my life. What happens in times of revival is there's a return to the Word of God, not just to reading and studying it, but to living it. And you see, this is what Jesus is talking about all the way through this sermon that uh, we've been looking at this week. He, he is saying it's what you do that matters. Yes, what you do will come out of what you believe, what you believe about God, what you believe uh, concerning what he has done for you in Jesus, what you believe concerning the promises of his word. But that faith has to be put into action. Uh, and it was James, wasn't it, who said that faith without deeds is dead. So it is possible for people to have a dead faith where they know all the right things and say they believe all the right things, but they don't put them into practice. They don't actually do the word of God. And what Jesus is concerned about is to do the word. Remember, he is the word that was made flesh and lived amongst us. So to disregard his commands and what he tells us to do is to dishonor the Lord Jesus himself. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 